0: Ditch the clowns on the left and
1: the jokers on the right
2: and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle.
1: This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds.
0: So I watched so that you didn't have to. Remember, I told you yesterday you don't have to watch. I got you covered on this. Five candidates, they were Trumpless Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, uh, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Tim Scott. Trump was holding his own rally, you know, at the, at the same time. The debate, it went on and on and on. I, I couldn't wait for it to end. I know, notwithstanding what I do for a living. But I wanted to get back to the Sylvester Stallone documentary on Netflix. So I'm like, hurry it up already. Lester Holt, Kristen Welker, uh, Hugh Hewitt were the moderators. I made notes in real time. Okay, I typed notes to myself. So this was before I'd been poisoned, influenced by any commentator or read anything at all. So this is like this is unvarnished, and and it's frankly, I'm I'm looking at what I wrote. Uh, you know, I'm a little cranky, I guess, when I'm writing this because I'm I'm bored by the whole by the whole exercise of not having Trump on the stage. And what does it really matter? (laughs) You're kicking and screaming. It's true. So, based on my notes, here's what I thought last night. Uh, wow, on Israel and Gaza, the competition is to out-hawk the others. And then I make reference to the fact that, yeah, that's right, Vivek Ramaswamy had said at one point, as they're all, like, thumping their chests and, and trying to be the toughest person on stage, Ramaswamy says something like, "BB needs to smoke his terrorists – And then we need to smoke our terrorists on the southern border. Like, really? I I mean, I'm sure there's some bad guys getting in with all the migrants. And I'm not for porous borders. We got a real issue there, and I think it needs to be solved. But do we need to be smoking people on our southern border? Um, Also, like, there was nobody who was going to say anything. And you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Nobody on that stage was ever going to talk about a two-state solution. Please don't misunderstand. Hamas attacked Israel on 10-7. Those perpetrators of the 10-7 attack need to be eradicated. But nobody on that stage last night was going to talk long-term about how do we get ahead of this? You know, we got a million Gazans who've been moved from the north to the south. Half of them are under 17. They're now going to grow up and hate the United States and hate Israel. And this is going to go on for the next few generations What else did I write? Credibility. Uh, I thought Nikki Haley came across as most credible. I thought Nikki Haley threaded the needle nicely on abortion. I continue to wonder if if she really is ascendant. Can she withstand the scrutiny that it that it it will take to be a leading opponent of Donald Trump? I don't know the answer to that. No disrespect to those in the low country, but I, I just don't think it's a it's a meat grinder running in South Carolina. I think, you know, when you run for president and, and you've you've got to open yourself up to the people of Iowa and New Hampshire like she's doing, there's this and, and when the media finally turn their attention to you, I just don't know. DeSantis, I thought he looked stiff and rehearsed. It looked to me like he was a collegiate, boy, this is me cranky, isn't it?
3: Super cranky (laughs) Michael review of the debate. Were you drinking? This is amazing. Of course. Okay, so this is like super cranky. No, that would have made me more lenient. Okay, so even crankier.
0: I don't know. I mean, I can clean this all
3: up. No, please don't. I can clean it all up or I can just tell you
0: what what I thought when I watched in real time. I love it. In real time. Okay, DeSantis looked to me to be stiff and rehearsed. Like it was a collegiate debate and he needed to get it all in. Like I like standing there stiff and I could see the wheels turning in his head. Okay, the question was this. I know there are four things that I need to say. I mean, Biden, to me, is a poor debater and he's always been filled with so many things by so many people. This is my perception that he needs to get across. And. He doesn't have the skill set, Biden, nor does Ron DeSantis, to do the Reagan thing. The power of the pause. To just catch your breath. Well, there you go again. Like, Could you see Ron DeSantis executing a line with some levity? No way. Not the guy I saw on stage last night. Vivek Ramaswamy, okay, here's what I wrote in my notes for Vivek Ramaswamy, <laughs> increasingly petulant, increasingly petulant. He goes after Kristen Welker, like right out of the box. He goes after Kristen Welker, you know, one of the moderators. I, I I also have a note here, still doing Trump's bidding. I feel like Vivek Ramaswamy is playing to an audience of one in a debate like last night, in, in so far as he's going after... Nikki Haley. initially, initially, there was the idea that maybe he's the Mayor Pete. Of this cycle, like he's the guy that you look at like, wow, you know, he's a smart dude and maybe doesn't have enough experience, but he's a comer. And maybe in the future, he goes from from being the uh, the mayor of South Bend to really being a presidential candidate. But there needs to be a stop along the way. But I don't see that now. And I don't get the personal thing that he's got for Nikki Haley. Remember when he previously called her by her birth name, and and someone someone Indian in the audience called and tried to explain to me what was really going on there with that? Well, last night he invokes Nikki. Do you have this? You're like making a move for the console. I can't even hear you over there over the leaf blowers. What he makes? Are you are you going to go into the TikTok story? Yeah. But I, don't, I have it. How long is it? I don't feel like playing. Oh, no, just long clips no. It's just a
3: very. So, I mean, to give the context, they were asking whether TikTok should be banned. Right. Nikki Haley had already answered and come out strongly against TikTok, and then they went to Vivek Ramaswamy, and then do you want to hear what, sure. what then occurred? Yeah, okay. So it. then this happened.
1: Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Else, your adult daughter, the next What's of that
0: all about? I mean, why is he invoking her the daughter? That's never a good idea. Never a good idea. That's when I I said, "Okay, the guy's there now, like, doing Trump's bidding, hoping to get a gig, like Mayor Pete. You know, maybe Vivek Ramaswamy will be the Secretary of Transportation in the next Trump administration.
1: This is the Smirkanish podcast from Sirius XM.
0: Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4.
3: More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash impact.
1: The Michael Smirkanish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124. And anytime on the Sirius XM app.
0: The Dick Cheney line in three-inch heels. How big were those heels?
3: Oh, they were five inches. They were absolutely stilettos. How do you when stand? I stand, could you, I, could you not, stand? I mean, I, you you can. But like, I must say, the second she walked out, I said, "Wait, are those really as high as they as th- I think they are?" I'd they like you were to come in here so tomorrow
0: in five inch heels five and inch stand heels. for the entire radio program. I do not have five inch heels. I don't have
3: four inch heels. I think I have three inch heels, and they hurt. I mean that 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 was impressive. That was enough to vote for her. I'd I'd have her in flats just so just so she's comfortable. No way, man. She was rocking those. I was impressed. I was really impressed. Who have,
0: who have I not hammered so far? Oh, just keep going. Tim Scott, Perfect. nice guy. Perfect. Nice guy. Listen, he doesn't have the it factor. I don't. I can't define the it factor. I just know you need the it factor. He doesn't have it. There's no big mo to quote Bush 41. For Tim Scott, he says all the right things that one needs to say to win the GOP nomination. But his numbers haven't moved at all, and they're not going to move. Is there all of a sudden, listen to me, is there all of a sudden going to be this idea like, hey, Tim Scott, he's the guy. After the third debate, like in the fourth debate, something's going to suddenly happen where you say, Tim's the man. If but, he can't beat him, nobody can. But it ain't happening. But do you what about for number two as a VP? Maybe. Oh, interesting. you know, maybe. But he's, he's not he's not going to be he's not going to be the guy. Chris Christie. I'm surprised. Well, let me let me start with a compliment. Chris Christie sounds very reasonable to me. He sounds very reasonable to me. I'm surprised that he still qualifies to get on the debate stage. I, because I, I mean, the polls that I see, I, I don't know. Maybe the numbers have not risen the way that I thought they were going to. I, I, there's no way that he's going to win over the MAGA base that is necessary in order to secure the nomination. So it starts to look like, in the same way that Vivek Ramaswamy is is running for his next gig, Chris Christie is, you know, running. I guess to continue that that ABC show that I enjoy watching on on Sunday mornings, the Stephanopoulos uh, uh, program. Um, when he's, uh, one of the panelists and Martha Raditz, I like her work as, as well. But you, you can't, you can't be joined at the hip to Trump for six years and then suddenly be the one who realizes the error. It, it took him too long to come to that realization. So, and by the way, I don't feel like discussing this for the rest of the hour. I have something I really do want to talk about that relates to the 2024 campaign. But just to cut to the chase, I don't think anything changed last night. Donald Trump is still secure. Do you know how Donald Trump is still secure by his absence from that stage? Because they're studying the numbers. They're reading the tea leaves. And if Trump thought that anything happening in one of these debates so far was jeopardizing his position, then believe me, he'd show up and debate. I don't know if he's ever going to debate. I would have to think before they vote in Iowa that there's going to be some forum where he has to show up, but he's going to stay away for as long as as long as possible. So if you say to me, "Okay, Michael, cut out the BS who won the thing, I'd give it to Haley. I would say Nikki Haley was the one who who last night had a good showing and continues on a positive trajectory. But the real winner is Donald Trump. The real winner is Donald Trump. And I have a great poll question today at com. I'm not the only one who thought of it. I'll give a hat tip to uh, a couple of listeners who made the suggestion. But I am asking today, which is more predictive for 2024? Is it the recent polling? And you know, I've gone through all that polling. From some of your perspective, ad nauseum. Or is it the Tuesday election results? Which is the and, and, you know, I know that this, there's a lot of wishful thinking, people who don't want Trump to be elected. Like, oh, Tuesday was so important. So you're going to call me and say, oh, it's, it's, it's the Ohio abortion. It's Virginia. Glenn Youngkin didn't get control of the Senate and he lost the House or Bashir in Kentucky. I don't know. It's a tough it's a toughie. You got all this data that says that Biden and Trump are within the margin of error. And if anybody's winning, it's Trump. In the national polls and in the battleground states. And then all of a sudden, after you've heard that from all of the usual outlets, I've quoted all the polls for you ABC, NBC, the Gallup uh, approval rating, the Times Siena College at the beginning of this week, then the CNN poll that confirmed all of the polling is saying the same thing. And then all of a sudden comes Tuesday. And people who want to believe there is not a five alarm, five 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 uh, five alarm fire for. Blah, 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 five alarm fire for democrats. Well, we had a good day on Tuesday. Yeah, but Biden's name wasn't on the wasn't on the uh the ballot. Then again, there's that Joe Scarborough tweet that I quoted from yesterday where he says, like Republicans have lost in 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. What are they going to finally realize that this version of the party is not working? Make sure you're voting on today's poll question. That's the point. Which is more predictive for 2024, recent polling or Tuesday's election result. I'll have more to say about that in a moment.
1: This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM.
0: Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota Dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV 4. Accessed from anywhere, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over thirty-seven thousand companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April fifteenth, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuitecom smirk. Conish, NetSuite.com/smirconish, NetSuite.com/smirconish. Set your mind free with a free
3: plan from Fidelity. Start by organizing your plan around what matters most to you. As you go, you'll be able to see your full financial picture, which covers spending, saving, debt, and goals in one simple view. Get started by visiting Fidelity.com slash free plan. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC.
1: The Michael Smirconis Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and time on the Sirius XM app.
0: Audra, hello in Ohio. What did you think last night?
1: I think
4: Chris Christie needs to change his approach.
0: And what, what might work?
4: I think we, I think he needs, I'm not really sure what he is standing for. I know he's, you know, anti-Trump, but he's not really exciting me like I thought. I was really excited about him.
0: He was the original Trump. I mean, he was the guy. He. he that was his whole shtick was to uh, be unfiltered, speak his mind, be confrontational when necessary, never back down. Duke it out on the boardwalk if a constituent would tell him something he didn't want to hear. And then Trump came along and just totally eclipsed that whole routine. And of course, he he ran so poorly in New Hampshire. But I mean, he's a man on a mission just to deny Donald Trump the opportunity to win the nomination or win the general election. And, you know, to preach to the people who are in that hall last night or who are going to vote in the Republican Party, there's just not a path. It's just it's 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 literally impossible that that people are going to say, oh, wait a minute. In the same way I said about Tim Scott. Oh, no, no. Here it is. He's he's right in our midst. It's Chris Christie. My God, he was there all along. I don't see it happening. Uh, James, hello to you in Smithville, Tennessee. Hi.
2: Hey, um, I'm glad you didn't want to talk about the debate that much. I don't need to watch it because you watch it and then tell me everything I need to know on the radio. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, don't trust like me. Come on, that. I may. My tongue is my tongue is perm firmly in my cheek when I say I watched so that you didn't have to. Of course, I want everybody to watch. Wait a minute, I heard newsletter reference. Now I'm now I'm really interested. What about it? Well.
2: I think it's great I I read it every day I wanted to call and let you know that because I didn't get a chance to call and tell you about the cartoon video you did with the cartoonist oh yeah Uh, that was awesome that was thank you video I think you it was the best you've done that way better than that other one you did in that vacant theater I forget Wait name.
0: a minute! You're putting you you're, you're hitting me in the heart better than the one in the vacant theater. That was a Hulu special.
2: I forgot what you called it, but the name of it made me think it was going to be one thing, and then it was something else, and then things I, thought,
0: I wish oh. I knew before I started talking. I'll tell you what. I'll accept the compliment. We we can agree to disagree on on my Hulu special. <laughs> but James, James, I loved I loved it too, and we're going to do more and. I just have to give a thank you to the people around me for pulling it off from a production standpoint because to be able to interview the three cartoonists and show their work is what made it great. It really did. So thank you for that, sir. I, I, I do appreciate it. And by the way, can I say that the the event that he's referring to was open only to newsletter subscribers and then we posted it on the YouTube page so everybody can see it. That night, only people who are subscribers... Uh, if you never have seen it, please go watch it. I think you'll be thoroughly amused with it. I, I thought they were great. Really, really great. Okay, Tracy, Providence, Rhode Island, thinking what today?
3: It was just such a big yawn, I fell asleep, so I appreciate your your overview. Okay. Yeah. You know, Nikki, I, mean, I agree Nikki Haley stood out, but I don't know that she makes the cut because she's got her own ties to Trump, and- like you, I thought Ramaswamy was the new mayor, Pete, but he's just kind of silly. He doesn't yeah. elevate the debate. He just makes it
0: kind of silly. Right. Um, I agree with you, and I, I I, don't see, I mean, he's not ascendant. Nikki Haley's the only one. Ron, Ron DeSantis was supposed to be the guy before he announced, like, oh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, he, he turned, the, turned the state red. He was reelected by an enormous margin. He's the one. But he's never moved since he announced and has only headed. He's only receded. She's the only one who has shown any growth potential, whether she's tapped out now. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah,
3: absolutely. agree. And uh, if I had seen the rest of it, I would probably have more commentary. But uh, at the end is what woke me up.
0: (laughs) There you go. Thank you for that, Tracy. I appreciate it very much. If I'm Donald Trump, politically speaking, if I'm Donald Trump, uh, I'm not getting on that debate stage. I'm not getting on that debate stage. Maybe in the end, I'm going to have to show up in Iowa so that people aren't offended, and and do some kind of a joint appearance. But what's the what's the upside for me if I'm if I'm Trump after after that? Nothing I can imagine. Hi, Dustin. You're in Baton Rouge. Greetings. Well, greetings. Thank you for taking my call.
2: So, sure. I'm not going to keep you long. I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I have been recently since I've been listening on Sirius XM. I just wanted to say, like, listening to everybody, and look, I'm a conservative independent. I, I listen to both sides of the news. I, I think Donald Trump just has a... And look, I was a supporter of him at one time, but I, I think his time has passed. According to all the polls, according to listening to your show, he has a plurality, but he doesn't have a majority. So I don't think it's safe to say that he's running away with the nomination. Don't you agree? I think if the party were to consolidate around somebody like Nikki Haley... Who I think had the best performance last night. They could take the nomination
0: from him. You don't. Just, you do agree with that? No, I. I. I used to think that. I used to believe that if anybody could get him in a ring one on one, they could defeat him. And then I saw polling data. And Dustin, I have like a really high degree of confidence in what I'm about to say to you, but I'm not a hundred percent. But I'm virtually certain that the number 2 choice of Ron DeSantis voters in Iowa is Donald Trump. So the you know the idea if you remember Mike Murphy was my guest here uh, a couple of days ago he was excellent and he said it's time like Nikki Haley won the preseason everybody get off the stage and let her go toe to toe with Trump. And then I remember seeing polling data that said well wait a minute the Iowa voters who are for DeSantis, if DeSantis is out, most of them go to Trump. So I'm not convinced that that getting him one-on-one uh, is going to change the dynamic of this. I mean, I remember in the 2016 cycle, I used to think, oh, if only John Kasich could be alone on that stage with Trump. But I don't, I don't think it it breaks. And by the way, thank you, Dustin. Thanks for the compliment. I don't think it breaks so cleanly. Like, okay, well we this one leaves and then they all fold in for this one. I just don't think that's the way that it would be. Uh Tom, where is Tom? Oh, somebody just picked up Tom's line. Uh how about Dave Steed? Steed, South Carolina, greetings.
2: Hey, uh, Michael. Um I just want to make a comment, not so much about the debate last night, but the difference in the polls for Republicans and the election results on Tuesday. Yep. And in the last few results, I believe that in 2020, the game changed. It became a lot, more, a lot more mail-in ballots, a lot higher percentage of the of the votes are mail-in ballots. And I think the Democrats are better at playing that game. I'm not, I'm not saying they're cheating. I'm not saying anything illegal. But I think, and this is just a theory, that they have a better way of working with mail-in ballots than Republicans do. And so as a result, the Democrats are outperforming in the actual election versus polls.
0: That all makes sense to me. I think that the Republicans and it was it was really in the Georgia runoff election in the last cycle that I think Trump put Republicans in a box because he was so railing against mail in voting that he impeded the ability of the Georgia GOP to put together a good effort to get out there and collect their vote however they could do it, including in advance by mail. I mean, that's the future. I think maybe I'm wrong, you know, but I I think people are really warm to the idea of sitting at your own kitchen table, using a laptop, uh, being able to investigate, do a Google search on some school board candidate, whatever it might be, and and vote on your time instead of being locked into showing up, you know, between seven in the morning and eight at night on on one designated day. And the Republican Party needs to get on board.
2: Yeah, and I think that's what's happening. And, and I'm a Republican, and it's very disappointing that we're not able to play. Like I say, I'm not saying, you know, people act like, you know, the election was stolen and all. It's not that. It's that the Republicans aren't doing that correctly or playing that game. I also want to make a point on South Carolina, which you probably know. But when you say Nikki Haley in the low country, you know, the low country is only like Charleston, Beaufort, Hilton Head, not the whole state. Um
0: it's me. It's me in the Murdoch trial. I, I got the low country in my head. Every time every time they talked about, you know, in the Alec Murdoch case, the low country, I'm like, I got to go to the low country. This sounds so intriguing. <laughs> hey, by the way, that house, Musell is is for sale. Maybe it's been sold by now. I don't know.
3: Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah, but could wife, you be, that could be your outpost. I you?
2: drove down one day to check it all out. It was remarkable to trial that little town of Walterboro, just full of Nancy Grace and everything. It was amazing.
0: You mean while it was going on, you saw it all happening?
2: Yeah, we went in and kind of, you know, there were, Nancy. I, I met Nancy Grace and everything, all these national and international. I have an English neighbor, and he was fascinated by the Murdoch trial in Little Walterboro and happened in South Carolina. No, I, if,
0: I were, if I were in the area, I'd have done the same thing. I, I would have definitely gone to take a peek and take it all in. Uh, thank you, Dave. I appreciate hearing from you. Very, yeah, Thank you, sir. In Lewis, Delaware, this is Tom standing by. Tom, what did you want to offer?
5: Good morning, Michael. Hi. Uh, I saw last night as a debate for the number two slot. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, because, And here's my breakdown on it. There's only one person who would be crazy enough to pair with Trump. We all know that's vague.
0: He wants that gig. I don't think that Trump would ever take him.
5: Yeah, but can uh, you see Scott with Trump? Can't see that. Can you see DeSantis with Trump? Can't never, see that. Never. Can you see H- Haley with Trump? I
0: could see that.
5: I could see, I, uh, uh, I could see you, it. You've got to, You've got to be kidding me, brother.
0: You mean because she wouldn't take? The gig or he wouldn't want her? He,
5: she wouldn't take the gig. She's got too much principles now. And I'll end, I'll end my, my spiel on this one note. Yeah. I'm a, ne- I'm a never-Trumper, but the only Republican I might vote for would be Nikki Haley.
0: Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, she took the gig when he offered her U.N. ambassador. And I, maybe you would say, well, we we didn't know everything about Trump that we know now, or she didn't know everything. I mean, Chris Christie was going to run the transition, and then I think Jared gave him an elbow in retribution for Christie having prosecuted his, his father. They're all connected, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate agree,
5: it. I agree to disagree.
0: No, I don't even know if we disagree. I'm, I'm not sure we disagree. It, well, it is a largely a vice presidential, uh, what's the word? Audition. Audition. Hi, Kelly. You're in Los Angeles. Greetings. What are you thinking today?
4: Good morning, Michael. I agreed with you that Nikki was uh, the best performer last night. Um, DeSantis looked stiff and sweaty like a deer caught in headlights. But my observation that I really called to tell you about was I channel surf. Thanks to you. I've learned to do that over the last few years. Good job. To see what Hannity was doing. Hannity was doing Hannity. No Trump, um, no Trump rally, no debate was on, CNN was not covering the debate, and the only place you could watch it was NBC, which I thought was interesting that Fox didn't cover the rally or the debate. Like, they were out of that business.
0: Well, rem- okay, remember now, in, in the primary process someone some network gets to cover gets to broadcast the debate it's not like when the commission on presidential debates makes it available to everybody in a general election so i'm not surprised that you know that the other networks including cnn went in a different direction i didn't watch my gut was i'll bet that if you post debate went to cnn maybe to fox as well that they would have had analysis maybe even panels
4: okay you are correct
0: yeah. Talking you about they're kind of they're kind of, you know, hamstrung because when the debate's going on, if they start talking about it, then then people are going to go watch it. And why would you want to hear them talking about it if it's going on at the same time? You'd rather watch it. So from a programming so standpoint,
4: the other networks are not allowed to air it.
0: Right. That Why? is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm long winded. That's what it. I'm trying to say.
4: OK, I thought it was some grand conspiracy. Thank no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, 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 no. It's not like the general election like they got awarded. NBC was awarded that got debate. It. And and the, the way that they were awarded the debate was only if they would partner with Salem which is a terrestrial you know, conservative radio outlet. Hugh Hewitt is one of their personalities. So it's. I'm sure it's not like Lester Holt and Kristen Welker and NBC were eager to sit there and share the bill with Hugh Hewitt. That was part God, of the it, deal. That was part of the it deal. It all
2: makes
4: sense. There Thank you go. Thank you, my teacher. <laughs> See you,
0: Kelly. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Have a good day in, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and by the way, it, Kelly just reminds me, I remember being... As a panelist. In 2016, uh, I went to all the debates as a CNN person then. And in 2016, I think it was in Vegas. I don't know. I, frankly, I don't know. But in one of the debates, similarly, it was this time CNN and Hugh Hewitt. And why was Hugh on the stage? Because the the RNC said, hey, CNN. Uh, we'll give you the debate, but only, you know, it's, it's, it's really like this. like We're not going to trust yeah. you with the debate unless Hugh Hewitt's on that stage.
3: December 15th, 2015, nine candidates for the Republican nomination faced off in Las Vegas Tuesday night for a primetime debate on CNN.
0: I remember. I, I was there, you know, pre-show with Wolf, post-show. Cuomo was still in the mix then. Oh, and then you got up early and did radio from the I got van? Up, was that the van? That was. That was. That was what <laughs> had happened was what what had happened hey, was it's really
3: nice to have you in studio. We were
0: today. <laughs> we were all assigned we were all assigned to a particular hotel in Vegas and uh I shouldn't say it. And it, it's got a pirate theme. And Arg. it was horrible. <laughs> Stop. It was horrible. And and I, I and but I'm there on their on their dime T C. And I look across the street, and across the street are those the the pair of uh, Steve Wynn hotels. And I'm like, no, it's worth it for me to go into my pocket, so I'm not miserable in waking up in this place. So I moved across the street, and uh, and had a wonderful stay, and covered the debate. And you're right, I'm up till like midnight. Don't forget, I'm three hours behind. Say exactly. And the following day, the following day, the the crew had broken down the set and the media room. Yep. And I show up on my body clock of like 3 a.m. and I don't have a connection to do this radio show. And I was then uh, doing a lot of work on the CNN morning show and they had a van. They had a van that they'd been living out of for the past four days. Imagine and that. And it still had an internet connection. And Sound, a lot of candy wrappers. Sounds good, right? Except it was a pigsty because everybody had been living in it, including the night before on the debate. But the only way, I took one for the team. Yes, you the did. The only way I could deliver this broadcast was to enter that van, Sans Tetanus shot, and deliver the program for the next three hours. And I did it. And I did. And cars are going by outside. It's a little Winnebago.
1: Hear more of Michael Smirkanish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.
0: Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east
2: or anytime on the SXM app.
1: Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.
2: Michael Smirkanish for Independent Minds.
1: You don't need a lot
3: of money to do more with it. Join Padma Lakshmi, Viola Davis, and Fidelity's Women Talk Money team during our free Women's History Month series as we get real about ways you can start planning and saving for the future you want so you can feel good about your money every step of the way. Save your seat today at fidelity.com slash WHM. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services. Member NYSE SIPC. Meet Stacy.